Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 293. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Hello. And Tony Katz. Hello. Thanks for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our sports podcast right after this. Got some good stuff to get into. First things first, Andy. We got a little bit of glum news here, Tone. Uh, Robbie Coltrane died, uh, known as Hagrid from Harry Potter. Yeah, I saw that. That is, uh, that's sad. I mean, that's, you know, Harry Potter was our, uh, one of our movies growing up that we all, you know, watched a lot, you know, and, and the one thing I always say about Harry Potter, which was cool was it was like for our age, it was like, we were like their age. Yeah. So it was like when I was in sixth grade watching Daniel Radcliffe, the redheaded kid and Hermione, it was like, they were like 12 years old, 11 years old, 10 years old or whatever also. And then you see you, they, you grew up with them. Like literally it's like watching a TV show. I never saw them until I was an adult. Well, if you would have seen them when they were in theaters and stuff, you would understand this experience. I'm sure I get it. I get it. But, I yeah. didn't really watch those either, but I remember him mostly from uh, Goldeneye and Wolf yeah, there you go. That's what I. Wasn't he like? Was he the facilitator? Valentin? He was in the. He was in the game. Yeah, he would. Uh, you know, he would make things happen though for Mister Bond. Yeah, it's a Russian businessman. Yeah, yeah. So he'll live on through his movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of those movies might be uh, able to be watched on Netflix for a little bit less money starting next month, Andy and uh, Tony. Are you guys aware that they're uh, releasing the ads version uh, of Netflix for under $7? Yeah, and I also have a bit of other Netflix news uh, we should talk about after this. but um, six ninety nine, Finally, yeah. something's yeah. going down in price. So, well, it's a new service, so it's actually it's something new for money. I don't have any interest in ads. I don't think I'll be getting the ad uh, version. I wonder how uh, is it going to be like Peacock where, oh, here's a minute of ads and then enjoy your movie for uh, with no commercials. Or is it going to be like traditional TV? I guess we'll have to see. Maybe someone should test it. But yeah, yeah. I, I, now, that's I don't not like ads all on Peacock. Hulu. Some Peacock, uh, like I've been watching like The Office or something, the Halloween episodes, and it will cut four commercials, which is obnoxious. Yeah. Yeah, TV shows that already have breaks, they usually will put more breaks in there. But, um, but yeah, yeah. Netflix know. also said today that they don't see existing customers really switching to that. But this is going to be an extra. Yeah, option, it's to so. grow the ma- the base base yes. of people who aren't there. Yes. So the uh, the other bit of Netflix news was today they had their earnings report. Um, their stock price went up by a whole bunch. They basically recovered all the users or subscribers that they lost in the beginning of the year. Remember, that was a big deal. Netflix was kind of like went way down in the stock price before the whole stock market went way down. But it was kind of a big deal. Everyone was talking about it. Is Netflix going to fail? They came. They turned around like, look, we we make money. Um, They don't make anything good anymore, it seems like. So um, they're profitable. They they added, I think, another two million subscribers and they said they're gonna add four million subscribers in Q four. So probably it was much too much was made of their failure. They're they're gonna be around forever. Yeah, I've got a show uh started watching last night that we were binging, haven't finished, but it's a Netflix original, I think. Uh so wait for uh for that at the end of the show. Yeah. All right, uh some huge news. Uh 
there's a Twister sequel in the works. Uh, the reverent screenwriter Mark Smith writing. Yeah, it's a very weird story. I guess they've been trying to do something like this forever. Yeah. But, I mean, obviously the big thing that stands out is Bill Paxton yeah, is no longer with Bill. us. Philip Seymour Hoffman no longer with us. Mm-hmm. Um, Helen Hunt no longer really making movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of the other people, they said Alan Ruck said, I've never, I'm not, haven't heard anything about this. Um, one of the other guys that was on their team is a guy named Todd Field. Doesn't act anymore. He's a film director and he has a new movie coming out this year that's supposed to be really good. Um, he's not going to be involved. So who is going to be in this movie? Well, it could be. It's going to be like I am their son. Yeah. I'm a storm hunter. Uh, also, um, there was some rumor about here's who they're interested in directing. Uh, include Dan Trachtenberg, who did yeah, uh, he Prey. Said, he said no. Yeah. And he's like, nope, not involved in this at all. Sorry, move on. Um, so I don't know. Twister is a fun movie. It is a good idea. You could make a Twister 2 that is good. Especially with uh, the technology and CGI this yeah. day and age. I just am worried that it's like, well, you don't have Bill Paxton. That, that hurts. Sorry. Yeah, he really carried it. Except for uh, the wind from the tornado that carried the cow. Yeah. Oh, all right, uh, Liam Neeson is becoming our uh, old grandpa in Naked Gun. Yeah, so this is uh, happening. A Naked Gun movie starring Liam Neeson. Is this officially uh, aging him out of the action role? I don't I don't know. Um, I'm sure there'll be a little bit of action in this. But, I mean, he's not going to be just taking down Arabs all no, left and right. No, obviously the, he's going to be goofy and silly. He's definitely capable of, the, capable of this. He's a serious actor, but he... I think his seriousness allows it to be funny. Oh, yeah. Um, well, he, he, he had a cameo in something that was where he had like a funny moment. Yeah, it was a very famous um, Ricky Gervais show that he that he had this whole thing about. I want to do comedy movies. It was a it's on YouTube. But I feel like even in movies, he's had like but, weird. He played, yeah, he's like, done that. Elway or Manning, right? Andy? Yeah. That, so I listened to that on the best of the podcast today. <laughs> That's a real movie. <laughs> oh, God. Dude, I, I was laughing so hard listening to that one, too. What Andy was like, Elway Armani. <laughs> like, yeah, what? Like, when, and you know what's funny is when I was because I listened to the for the people listening right now, I I listened back to the 2018 and 2019 Best of podcast. Check them out. Scroll through them. Honestly, it's I I was part of those and I hadn't listened to them and since they probably came out and I was cracking myself up, especially if you drive around a lot for work like I do now. I was able to knock out both today while driving from job site to job site, and it was. Fantastic, but that made it on there when Andy did the accent. I listening back to it when he did the accent, like on our live show, I did not know what the hell he was saying. And then when yeah. he did it on the like, like when we were money. he was it what? sounded I wow. could understand it then. But man, it was it was pretty funny though. How do you think those criminals felt? Yeah, yeah. So the, movie, no the, movie, the movie took place in Colorado, and to make sure he knew that these people weren't from Colorado and they were the bad guys, he asked them Elway or Manning. And I think the implication is. If you have, if you say Manning, then you're not truly from Colorado because Manning was good for them. But yeah, has that John Elway's John Elway. Does he saw the record for most touchdowns in a season? I think so. Yeah. I think he does too. Yeah, yeah that was uh, that's funny. But I, he was also in a million ways to die in the West. So I mean, he's been in yeah. some comedies. Yeah, he's uh, he can, he's capable. Uh, oh, yeah. It's also going to be directed by Akiva Schaefer of the Lonely Island. So interesting. Oh, pretty good. Guy knows what he's doing. I did watch a. Uh, pop star in the last couple weeks it got added to uh, hbo i'm like oh i haven't watched this since i saw it in theaters and still very funny and that was six years ago that movie 
wasn't my favorite, but it was yeah. fine. That was a huge flop. Yeah. Which was very sad because it's like, well, that's the end of comedy. And it kind of was. Comedy Until the doesn't... naked gun comes back. Yeah, let's hope. But I mean, I'm, I, I haven't heard, but this is like, this will go to Paramount or something. Yeah, it's like got to, right? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I'm sure this will as well. Uh, Gangs of New York uh, TV show. Yeah, so uh, I guess they've been trying to make something like this for a while, but they're they're gonna do it. Uh, Scorsese is involved. Um, it is not the same characters. It's not Leo DiCaprio coming back, uh, but it, it, it's a show set in that world of eighteen hundreds gangs fighting each other, early New York. So um, hopefully, it has good production value and is a good show. Could be a lot of fun. It's, yeah, interesting. Yeah, no, no, Daniel Day Lewis. He's not. He's not coming back. Or Cameron Diaz. Yeah. Yeah, but um, uh, I'll be uh, interested in checking that one out. I might even watch this, Andy. Harrison Ford's going to be a superhero? Not quite. Uh, uh, he is set to join the MCU, though. Uh, in be a, a villain? Kind of. Uh, I don't know how the, what this role is going to be. Uh, we already know this character, though. So this was actually rumored a couple weeks ago, but confirmed this week. Harrison Ford is going to appear in Captain America 4 as General Thunderbolt Ross, who has already appeared in the MCU, played by William Hurt, who uh, passed away last year. So Marvel, I guess, still had more plans for this character, and um, they have hired Harrison Ford to replace them. Kind of a risky move. You're like, oh, the last guy died, so we're going to hire an 82-year-old to replace him. Um, but yeah, Thunderbolt Ross is um, a general, and in the later uh, Marvel movies, he was the Secretary of State. He's basically the government guy who's like, I don't know if I trust these superheroes. I'm, I'm a military guy. Um, he's he's mostly a Hulk villain. Um, he's also remember, an archaeologist, right? What? Yeah, okay. Not the not the character. Harrison Ford, of course, is an archaeologist. We all know that. Yeah. Um, but if you remember the uh, Eric Bana Hulk movie from way back, this character is played by Sam Elliott. Which is like, why not just bring him? In? Yeah. No. Well, he's probably too expensive. Yeah. More expensive than Harrison Ford. 1883 money going on. Yeah. And I, mean, I guess they're both doing spinoffs, right? That's Harrison Ford's next project. Is yeah. Like, he's, he's, there you go. All part of the family. 1928 um, or whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's interesting that they just decided to recast this. Um, there's also um, another future Marvel movie. It's called The Thunderbolts. It is a basically Marvel's version of the Suicide Squad. Um, like a bunch of like morally gray superpower people that team up um, and they're led by uh, this character. So I would assume he's going to be in that movie as well. Um, and it's probably one of those things like Harrison, we'll give you $30 million. You make four appearances in movies and it's like 12 minutes of work. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, sounds good. And he needs to buy a new plane. He just smashed yeah. a new one. So they're going to force him to do like a press thing and he's just going to like kill someone. <laughs> What, Mr. Ford? L.A.R. <laughs> <laughs> Manning. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> what about Dobby? Bananas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very good. It was that uh, Kevin Pollack, his impression of uh, Liam Neeson. That was wonderful. <laughs> In one word. Guy's hilarious. All right, uh, let's move on. We have a trailer. We're breezing through this. Our, our sports podcast was a, a lengthy one, so you'll enjoy that one. But uh, Creed 3, Andy, it's, it's Stallone-less. Yeah, so uh, Stallone's arc wrapped up in the last movie. 
Um, but it seems like he's a little bitter about how everything has worked out. He had that whole post about um, the people yeah. who stole the franchise from him. And it sounds like he's not that happy about this one being made either. Um, but we got the the first look at Creed 3, directed by Michael B. Jordan, um, co-starring Jonathan Majors as the uh, the guy he's going to fight. Looking real good in, in, in this trailer. Um, it's going to be interesting. Uh, Creed 2, I don't know how Michael B. Jordan had to fight like a huge, massive man. It made no sense from like a boxing rules perspective. Uh, Majors is also bigger than Jordan, too. But, you know, none of it matters. It just this is all pretend. Um, I still yeah. find it weird. Is it more than just politics as to why Stallone isn't in it? I mean, I mean, they, they finished up his his arc. He was he's not the main character. I know, so but I he was his trainer, no right? Uh, not technically. I mean, it's, oh. Creed two, he kind of quit and came back. I watched these, but it's been yeah. a while, so I don't. I'm not um, up. But to I mean, speed. That's it. the end of the end of Creed two was like him reconciling with his son and and moving on. Um, so I think he's just not involved. I mean, he's also old. He shouldn't be training boxing at his uh, probably, Harrison Ford is still yeah. swinging yeah. from a, a you know rope chasing yeah, you know, know. Native Americans or something but I, I don't think this this franchise needed him but I do feel bad that he's upset about it I mean it is he they should just give him all of the profits and let him do what he wants with it but yeah um, yeah I'll see this it is an MGM movie which probably means it'll go to Amazon Prime you know Jeff Bezos is gonna might already be there if you just yeah. do a code or something but it is set to come out in theaters uh, March 3rd so not Pretty good. too far away. Be here uh, any day now. All right. Well, we're going to get into what we've been watching. But before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head over to thecliplessleash.com to pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. And this dog leash works through the dog's current collar or harness. And when you plug in promo code. Tony. That is. T-O-N-Y. You're going to get 65% off at checkout just because they're friends of the pod. So head over to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code TONY for 65% off the dog leash you've been waiting for. All right, uh, Andy, how many things do you have? <laughs> well, so I've got a, oh, a package of films. <laughs> what does so that gonna mean? Go, not going to go deep on all of them, but it is five of them. Like a box set? Um, of... Is it? <laughs> it is a package of films. Yes. Oh, but, but I'm saying it's like that's six. The first one All of a, the Pirates a, movies? A, a label name. Oh. Oh, because you watched a thing yes. of Criterion Horror. Yes. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. So you... Okay, and Tony Katz, how many do you have? I have two. One that I will briefly just talk about because it, it was it was just basically background show that I put on last night. And then I've got the real one. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we'll have to. I have two also, and one I've been talking about for a while, so it'll be brief. But uh, Andy, want to open up this can of worms? Yeah, I'm just going to do these all in a in a package, like I said. Uh, okay. So there's a a thing called the Criterion Collection. They're like a I don't know what they are. They're a company that collects movies and kind of puts them in a, a, a Criterion Collection. That's the best way to describe it. Uh, but they have a streaming service called the Criterion Channel, mm-hmm. and for October this year, they made a collection of 80s cult horror movies uh, that they oh, added wow. to their service. So I uh, signed up for this service and I've been uh, making my way through some of these. Uh, so I'm going to go through like Friday the 13th. No, it's even, I'd say more obscure. Um, okay. Some weird stuff here. I'm going to go through some of them. Uh, first one is uh near dark um, starring Bill Paxton himself. Um, oh, talking wow. about him. 
Uh, this is uh, from Catherine Bigelow. This is right before she made uh, Point Break. Uh, it is a vampire movie. Um, features a young man who's kind of falls in with a vampire crowd. Uh, this movie came out like the same month as The Lost Boys. It just kind of got disappeared. I had never heard of it before. Um, but it's yeah, it's a good cast. Um, Bill Paxton and, and Lance Hendrickson to uh, James Cameron regulars there. And it's uh, pretty interesting. I, I think it's a uh, I liked it. Um, the next one is The Blob, the remake of the old 50s movie. Oh. Uh, remade in the 80s, starring uh, Johnny Drama um, as a guy in a motorcycle. Um, but this is a, a fun movie. Good uh, special effects for the time. Uh, the, the blob just like melts people when it actually like, eats them. Pretty crazy stuff. Um, but yeah, also nice little movie there. Uh, the next one I watched was called Lair of the White Worm. Uh, a movie set in northern England. Not quite Scotland, but basically Scotland. Uh, a young Hugh Grant was in this. Uh, basically just some weird rich people in Northern England and there's something weird going on in a cave and it is a wild, like psychedelic type movie and I'm happy I watched it. Uh, the other thing, all these movies are like 90 minutes long and it's just like, he was perfect. on psychedelics when he watched it though. I might've been no, I mean, <laughs> like Hugh Grant, like falls asleep and he's in a plane and then like the vampire ladies uh, are wearing stewardess outfits and then some weird shit happens, you know? And then there's a giant worm in a cave. <laughs> Pretty I don't good. Have much uh, to, to expand on that. Um, another one I watched is called Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. It's kind of a controversial movie. It was made in 1985 and never really came out. Uh, they didn't have NC-17 at that point. And so this movie uh, is pretty, pretty dark and brutal. Really just about a uh, Michael Rooker, the great Michael Rooker I love. Playing the serial killer, just literally just a guy who just kills people without even thinking about it. Just, I want to, like, picks up hookers and just strangles them and then just moves on. That was on. a real guy, though. Uh, it's based on a real guy, yeah. Yeah, I, we watched, um, uh, a long time ago, I watched, like, those documentary, like, those serial killer ones, and that was a known one. I think he actually killed a lot of people. In this movie, he kills a lot of people. Like, I want to say it was, like, upward, like, 40-ish or something, like, 30, because he, he would he would attack he prostitutes the, and the stuff. The story was he claimed to be up to there, and they said, like, eight are confirmed or something. Um, but he was just like good at it. He's like, don't have connection to the people. Like there's part of the movie is he basically picks on a <laughs> apprentice and basically is like, don't have connection to the people move all the time and you won't get caught. And it's like, yeah, back then that's true. And that's horrifying. And that was the thing too. Why I think he picked on hookers because no offense to any of you hookers listening, but that was the thing is that they, a lot of them didn't really have families. They were kind of runaways and stuff. And they just went and made their money, you know, having sex on the streets and so like people wouldn't go like i think looking for those people or wouldn't even know because for all they knew they'd been dead for a while because they were runaways and back then you couldn't like you know no social media stories or anything like that so if you were a runaway you were gone yeah yeah so it's a really it is a really dark movie but i, I found it interesting uh then the last one i have on here is called the keep uh michael mann early movie from him before he did uh, miami vice it is an incredible idea for a movie. Not a great execution. A lot of, a lot of controversy. Michael Mann basically disavowed it. Uh, but it's essentially Nazis uh, take over a small village in the Carpathian Mountains in Romania. And there's this mysterious uh, keep in, tucked into the mountains. And then uh, they, they go in there and they, uh, you know, someone does the wrong thing and some sort of spirit gets out and basically fucks with the Nazis and they have to try to 
figure out what to do. It's got a, a pretty cool cast for a movie that I didn't know much about. Yeah, Grandpapa. Jürgen Brockno, of course, from uh, Beer Fest. Uh, Sir Ian McKellen was in this. Um, Scott Glenn, who's always interesting in whatever he's in. Uh, and Gabriel Byrne. So, like, people you know, but it's, like, before they were in anything. Um, this movie needs to be get, get remade. It is a really good idea. Nazis getting haunted by spirits, but... Like the spirits they killed? No, but it is, like... That seems spirits. like a pretty good idea, Yeah, that's, that's good, too, but... Um, I The story I read was that Michael Mann's original cut was over three hours, and the studio's, like absolutely not and you don't get to make the movie you don't get to finish the special effects you want to do and he was basically well then fuck you and he cut it down to 90 minutes so it's kind of like the movie skips over things you're like well, what's what happened why i feel like i missed something yeah, the and he, like, how are we gonna put this on a vhs i don't i don't think it ever even came out on vhs it's like a movie that was kind of lost for a while um but yeah interesting part of history but yeah i think this should be remade uh, i think someone could do a really good job with this because yeah cool idea um, so yeah, that's my adventure into the Criterion Horror Collection. Very right. good. I mean, we this is tis the season. I mean, October's yeah, going quick, man. It's like shit. Today's already the eighteenth. Yeah, it's crazy. Damn. All right, uh, Sean. Which movies have you been watching? I don't have any movies actually. Uh, I was or intending shows. to watch the uh, ha- Friday Halloween, yeah, the Halloween movie. Yeah, because I, I did watch that. I learned that my Peacock subscription is not the most premium, so I can't download shit to watch and take with oh, well, me i thank carter then for having his be the premium because that's who i've been using <laughs> so i did not watch it i also left my airpods at my parents house so i couldn't do anything uh on the way home uh, i watched oceans 11 with no sound on my phone uh but i finished the lakers legacy documentary on Ooh, hulu nice. i've been talking about it throughout the you know 10 weeks it's been on uh it's phenomenal it's wonderful and uh yeah, it's very interesting and terrific, terrific documentary. Antoine Fuqua directed the thing. And uh, yeah, if you even just like basketball, you should check it out. Yeah, I've, I've heard good things. I haven't gotten to see it yet, but. Was the final episode just about Alex Caruso? Yeah, actually, entirely. Caruso and Smush Parker. All right, do I do you want me to do one? Sure. Yeah, I only have one left. Well, if we're gonna talk about Halloween, I'm I, gonna watch it this week. I'm so. not. I won't talk about it. I will get to it this week, probably. Because I would rather us all discuss it. I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen anything on it, like what people have thought or. I mean, didn't I, think. I read something like nine months ago that like I got the leak script and it is wild, and I'm like, all right, whatever, I don't care. <laughs> so yeah, no, I, I won't go into any detail. Then it's definitely like because I've the forums I've read have been like very. A lot of people, it was funny. It's almost like there's no in between people either like hated it or people actually like loved it. So, I mean, I'd actually would be very con- interested to see, uh, what your guys's opinions are. You know, the only, you know, I guess we can, we'll discuss when the time comes. I won't even like say anymore, but, uh, so I guess then the only thing I watched was, uh, last, uh, last night I, uh, I turned on, it was just, you know, it's Halloween time. So I, I threw on, uh, that, uh, new, uh, curse of like Bridgestone or something like that. Like it was, uh, it's on curse? Netflix. Well, <laughs> no, curse? Well, I had it. I had it for a second. Oh my God. How did I lose it? But, uh, it's with, uh, one of the Wayne brothers 
And it's just one of those stupid like Netflix it's Halloween like a scary movie thing. No, no, it's like uh, it was a comedy that That's came. What I mean, That's like. Oh yeah, yeah, like a like a, like more like Halloween Town, yeah, but like not like a funny one. Like it's okay. like that's why I was laughing about it because I even told my roommate uh, about how uh, you could see the development because he went from uh, the Curse of Bridge Hollow, and it's funny because you can see he went from uh, how you know he did the, all the scary movies, he did like a haunted house, like those funny things, and then now it's like he's become like Ice Cube, or now he's like the father that moves into like the suburban city. And his, you know, it's just one of those things where like the Rob Riddle, Riddle's in it. Riggle, what's his name? Riggle. Rob Riggle. And anything with Rob Riggle's funny. I mean, he just plays like the new, the first neighbor they see that's like, you know, he has like a line where he's like talking about like how Halloween's so big in the city and like he's got all these big decorations and the Wayne brother who's, who's the Wayne brother that's in all of them now? Marlon. Marlon Wayne's. From, he's uh, he's requiem for a dream. He's basically a scientist, like a science teacher. That's why he's moving here because it's he's they moved from Brooklyn to like this Bridgestone, like the sub Bridge Hollow or whatever the suburbs. And he basically uh, he's talking to Rob Riggle, and he's like, they're big on that. Their town's really huge on Halloween, like Halloween Town, I guess. And they've got these all these decorations. He's like, oh, I can give you some, and like he's like, no, no, I'm good. And then he's like, oh, I bet you're like believe like Santa Claus is real too. He's like, hey, what do you mean? He's like. Is he not doing well or something like that? It's just like classic, like Rob Riggle just being Rob Riggle. And then, I don't know. It's just like the whole little story where it's, it's your typical, like almost like Disney type-ish movie where it's like she opens up some box and like it lets out some curse and then she meets the new kids in town that are weirdos. And then, but the, the big thing with it is all the Halloween decorations come to life. So there's like a scene where they're in the, this like old folks home and like they have a bunch of like spider decorations on the wall and like those all come to life. And it's like, kind of like, for a second, you're sitting there and you're like, oh shit, dude, if you were in that situation, that would suck. But definitely, you know, I mean, I don't recommend it. I mean, maybe if you had like, you know, you and your girlfriend or wife or your nine-year-old kid or bored on like a Thursday night, you could throw that on or something like that. But I don't know. Or maybe you just get into the spirit. Cause that's the thing I like about those movies is it's like not even the ones that are always just scary. It's the ones that are like it's just the Halloween vibes. Like it's like the decorating and it, like, it would be cool if you did live in some random suburb city that was actually like huge on, uh, on like, you know, celebrating Halloween where it's like the town, like if, if like Villa park, like the town just all got together, like the place, like the town center or something like that. And they that, did that some Halloween goosebumps too. I think it uh, sounds a yeah. lot like goosebumps. Ken Jong remember was like building his whole Halloween house or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what was that andy andy's got the the laker warrior game and they're doing like the intros of like former warrior players and stuff and they showed zaza and oh boy zaza's there yeah. like in front of a trophy and andy just did not handle it well Andy's favorite person they're like showing like warriors legends and it's like a coach from the 60s then <laughs> he was a legend he took out the whole spurs he team <laughs> Well, then Andy was giving a good clap to Sean Livingston. Uh, Andy's a favorite American boy. All right. Well, uh, very good. Is that all you had, Tony? I mean, I had Halloween ends, but I will wait for you guys because I think that'll be a good like discussion, which will be perfect because that'll be the last, you know, right when we talk about that, it'll be six days leading into Halloween. So we'll be right at that crunch time because the last week of October is really when things get real for this month. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, I'll be quick uh, with the last one that I started. Uh, we binged 
I think four episodes last night of The Watcher on Netflix. And uh, surprisingly good, fast paced. And uh, Bobby Canville, uh, Naomi Watts, Mia Farrow. There's a lot of people in this uh, in this show. Um, it's good. It's weird. You're not really sure what's going on. Shooter McGavin's in it. Uh, it's only seven episodes, hour long or so each. Um, they move to a new, uh, you know, remote area of New Jersey outside of the city, and uh, their neighbors are weird, and they're trying to figure out who's the weirdest. So. People are writing notes. They're watching in the house, and the house needs things. And yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. And I'm not sure what's going to happen next. Yeah, I might give that a try. It's another Ryan Murphy thing. So yeah, it's fun. Yeah, they paid him a lot of money Netflix to make all of their shows. <laughs> well, this one's well done so far. So I'm I'm enjoying it. All right. Uh, did we have anything else? No, I think we're ready to wrap it up. Short and sweet there. Uh, you've been listening to episode 293 of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean and join with me. We had Off-Road Andy. Yes, thank you. And Tony Katz. Yes, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. We'll see you later.